This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Monday, August 9. In Squiz Kids Today, Australia's world-beating Olympics, moving a pharaoh's boat, who wants to live on Mars, and finding Jack the Outback Labrador. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. And so, with a closing ceremony last night, wrapping up proceedings in Tokyo, another Olympic Games has come to an end. Oh, what are we going to watch now? It's the question that will be on everyone's lips if the viewing figures are any indication. From the opening ceremony to day 11 of competition, an estimated 19.95 million Australians tuned in to watch Channel 7's coverage of the Games. That's 50% more than tuned in to watch the last Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. And no wonder, given that our athletes turned in the equal best performance for an Australian team in the history of ever. 17 gold medals, 7 silver medals and 22 bronze medals put Australia at a remarkable 6th position in the world on the medal tally. That's 6th out of 206 countries that took part. The US came in first, followed by China, then Japan, then Great Britain, Russia and then us. Which is pretty amazing given that we are a country of only 25 million people compared to the United States' 328 million people, Russia's 144 million people, and China's 1.4 billion people. Yep, that's billion with a B. In sporting terms, that's what's called punching above our weight. The next Olympics will be held in Paris in three years' time. Then it will be Los Angeles in 2028, before it's our turn to play host with the Brisbane Olympics in 2032. Game on! Altogether less fun is the continuing lockdowns in Victoria and Greater Sydney, as that dastardly Delta variant of the coronavirus continues to mess everything up. Queensland kids go back to school today. Oh, come on. Some of you must be excited to be back at school. High school kids in Queensland are traipsing off to school today in masks. Meanwhile, our friends in Greater Sydney remain in home learning mode and squeeze kids in Victoria are back to online learning this week too. Keep listening for our home learning herograms. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Egypt, where a massive operation is underway to move a boat that is over 4,000 years old and used to belong to a pharaoh. Pharaohs were the kings of ancient Egypt. You've heard of the pyramids, right? They're basically massive burial monuments dedicated to the glorious kings of ancient times. And when a pharaoh died, he or she was laid to rest inside the pyramid, along with all the worldly possessions they might require. 
and in the case of King Cheops, he was buried with a massive wooden boat called the Solar Boat, which it was believed would help him sail across the solar skies in the afterlife. How cool is that? The boat, which is considered the oldest and longest wooden object made in human history, is being moved to a new museum just outside Cairo, the capital of Egypt. There are links to photos in today's episode notes of the massive effort being undertaken to move this most precious and remarkable piece of human history. Space Doubt. How does the prospect of spending a year living on Mars sound? Not so enticing? Then how about just pretending that you're living on Mars for a year? Because that's what the American space agency NASA is advertising, calling for anyone who might be interested in locking themselves inside a specially constructed Mars space station on a pretend planet Mars built inside a warehouse in Texas in the United States. The structure, or habitat as it's called, is named Mars Dune Alpha. It's a replica of what NASA would eventually build on the planet Mars for humans to one day live and work in. But before they build one on Mars, they've built one here on Earth, and they now want volunteers to go and live inside it and pretend they're on the red planet for an entire year. It means eating only space food and going on pretend spacewalks in a pretend Martian atmosphere and having only very limited contact with the outside world for an entire year. You've got to have a master's degree in science or engineering, which is a very impressive qualification, or you have to be an accomplished Air Force pilot or an astronaut if you want to apply. Hmm, maybe I'd do that, but I'd want to have access to Netflix... Maybe a PlayStation and a huge library full of books I haven't yet read. There's a link in today's episode notes to photos of the Martian habitat. Animal Kingdom. Now, my dog Louie and I love a good story about a man and his dog. And this one's a cracker. And if you've ever seen the movie Red Dog, you'll appreciate this story. After a week spent searching the hot, dry northwest of Western Australia, a man has been reunited with his beloved Labrador, Jack. Jack and his owner, Len Simpson, had been travelling around Australia together, all the way from their home in Tasmania to the Kimberley in far northwestern Australia. Each night, Len let Jack out of the camp for a wee, but one night, Jack didn't come back. For a whole week, Len searched near their campsite. Meanwhile, his daughter in Victoria posted on social media that Jack was missing. The post was shared thousands of times, and a young traveller in the Kimberley saw it and decided to help. She brought supplies out to Len to help him search, and she put up posters all over the place. When Jack was eventually found, miraculously alive after seven days of no food and water, no one could get Len on the phone, so the young woman went and picked up the dog and made sure the two were reunited. Len is thrilled and grateful to the young woman who helped him, and Jack, well, he's not telling anyone what he did on his one-week walkabout. Dog's got to have his secrets after all, right, Louis? There's a link to photos of Jack in today's episode notes. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What position on the medal tally did Australia get at this year's Tokyo Olympics? 
That's right, it was sixth. Question number two. In which country is a pharaoh's boat being transported to its new home? That's right, it's Egypt. Question number three. What was the name of the dog who went missing in the Kimberley for five days? Yeah, it was Jack. Shout outs. It's August 9, birthday of tennis ace Roger Federer and pop singer Shawn Mendes. And on this day 123 years ago, cornflakes were invented. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Ethan from Abbotsford, Emmy from Chifley, Alex from Springfield, Anthea from Mooney Ponds, Holly from Door Park and Hudson from Onkaparinga Hills. And belated birthday shout-outs go to Kina from Forest Lake, Dashiel from Shoal Bay and Ellie from Meadow Creek. Plus, because our friends in Victoria and Greater Sydney are still in lockdown, we're continuing to send out home-learning herograms. To the hard-working junior school students of Five Blue at St. Patrick's College in Strathfield and their awesome teachers, Mr. Fields and Ms. Nabke. Also to the Grade 6 students at St. Mary's Catholic Primary School in North Sydney. A home-learning herogram to Ms. Dwyer and her 3-4 class from St. Patrick's Primary School in Port Ferry, where the students are really looking forward to getting out of lockdown and back into the classroom. And one last herogram from Matilda to Ms. Kai and her classmates of Class 3M at Marrickville Public School. Matilda says thank you for being so supportive, Ms. Kai, over the home-learning period. You are the best. Plus, a couple of classroom shout-outs to those of you not in lockdown. Shout out to 34S and 34K at Broken Hill North Primary School. Also to Mr K and Year 4 at Hammond Park Primary School in Western Australia. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout out, or if you're after a classroom shout out, or if you'd like to send a home learning herogram, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Squiz Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh.